I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, uh, Eels defeat the Titans uh, 26-16. The score looks like it was a close game. It it really wasn't. Eels dominated literally from the first minute, in my opinion. Uh, then they took some of their players off. And look, granted, I think uh, also the Titans also took a few of their players off. So, you know, both. But in regards to, uh, you know, did the Eels ever look like losing that game after the first 10, 20 minutes? Not really. Uh, so... The Eels looked better than I thought they would, and the Titans looked worse than I thought they would. Uh, we'll speak about the positive first with the Eels. I loved Junior Polo coming off the bench. I think that's exactly what they need. I think that, uh, like, let's assume that they go with that. I think that they may have identified the fact that when you bring RCG and Junior Polo off, it's just too much of a drop off. It's mm. too much. Whereas if you can kind of negate that. Uh, also, with the rise of sorry, the big fella in the middle there that's playing really, really well, Ogden, Ogden, yeah, I think it is Ogden. Where is he? You got Ofhigi Ogden, Makatoa, um, Makatoa, um, and you've also got Widomu Greg. Yeah, Ogden. So Ogden has been really good in these trials. So if he can, if he can just hold the fort until Junior Paolo comes on, I, I love the tactic because what did we say last year? Like just running the two front rows ragged, absolutely yeah. ragged. It was something uh, I remember after the grand final, uh, Jimmy Graham was in here and I remember he spoke about the Panthers front row forwards that maybe heading into the future they'd have to split them up, have one coming off the bench. I'd never really thought about it until the weekend with Parramatta, but it might be exactly what they need. Yeah, look, I think, I think uh, sorry, the Panthers get away with it because they almost go, okay, for this 20 minutes, you may get a couple points on us or get a bit of a roll on, but they're going to come back on and absolutely fly off the line at you. Yeah. Whereas I think uh, with uh, the Eels, they were playing them for such long minutes. By the time they came back on, they're probably gassed anyway. The other advantage Penrith have is that they have a couple of front row forwards playing on the sting, so that helps them as well. <laughs> not so lucky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it, mate. Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> Bryce's Cartwright, he was flying. Bryce's Cartwright. <laughs> 
Thank you. Oh, yeah. How good did he look? He looked amazing. He was the redemption story last year yeah. after years of just like lost all his form, everything that made him great at the Panthers in the early days, signed at the Titans to be money. We know the story. He was terrific last year. He looked even almost better yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, and he looks confident too, oh. which is terrifying. Yeah, and I think the key is confidence. He looks like that's his edge right, like spot. No one's taken it. And let me add my kind of flavour to this edge back row roll. Um, as long as he can just somehow keep, like as he keeps playing better, just somehow keep a cap on going, getting ahead of himself, going, you know what, I just did two of the best off loads you've ever seen. I'm about to do three more and two of them are going to be a knock on. Yeah. As long as he can do that, it's going to be great. Imagine being a Gold Coast Titans fan watching oh. that yesterday, just going, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he was outstanding. Uh, Dylan Brown, for me, I, I really think, like, just physically, and look, did he set the world alight? And, but just the touches he had and just his energy on the ball, I, I genuinely think he, he probably, well, not he probably, if I had a Smokey to win Dally M, and I don't even think consider him a Smokey, but I think he would Dally M six of the year. I think he's in for a massive year. Yeah, he's looking good, Dill. Like, just, just physically he looks imposing as a six now. He's, he's even bigger than he was before, can hit in defence, fast as anything, and he's got a point to prove. Yeah, he'll have a big year, solid yesterday. Mitchie Moses, I think his halves partner, outshone him yesterday. Speed, you mentioned confident with Bryce Cartwright. Mitchie looks so confident in his game. Some of those short side raids he did, he was tearing the Titans to pieces. That try assist with that kick back in. Mm. Ooh, champagne. Champagne. Uh, one try, 226 metres, 31 tackles, three offloads. <laughs> you know who. The person I discovered, Jermaine Hopkins. <laughs> he, looked, he, looked, he looked like a player who had just sat down with one of his favourite mentors um, in front of 30 of his nearest and dearest fans <laughs> um, and had a recorded chat just to inspire him to a, a great season. That's, that's what it looked like to me. Um, I won't take full responsibility for it, but I'm going to take a big whack of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also... You know, we know Jaman can get through the like the work. What I am really getting really impressed with him is his hits in defence. Yeah, I feel like he's added that to his game. Where every now and then he'll absolutely. I mean, in the All Stars game, he did it. He did it again yesterday. Um, it's an extra part of his game that that's a bloody good thing to have as a as a back rower. When I did that interview with him the other day, and I, I know he was with you a few weeks before, he's not that big either. It's incredible what he, like, it blew me away actually seeing the size of him. He is tough as nails. Mm. Yeah, i uh really excited. And I'm, I'm sure he is super keen to try and break into that Queensland squad, uh, which can only be good things. The Eels, what I liked about the Eels as well is they just, we talked about being in sync. They they looked really in sync. The, the again, again, the biggest questions for them is, you know, one or two outside backs. But the positive is Bensini was outstanding. Mm. Yeah. So if they need a gun outside back to really take it to another level, I thought Bensini was outstanding. Well, it's going to be a big test start the season. I think Sevo three-game suspension, did he get? Yeah. Did we say? Mm. I think Bailey Simonson had a hamstring problem. So an already uh, thin outside back group gets thinner. Uh, might see the debut of Blaise Talangi, who I really He did come like. on towards the end there. Yep. You've obviously got guys like Hayes Dunster, Assey. You've got Morgan Harper there as well. So the more I talk, the less I think he'll probably debut, actually. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I hope he gets a gig. I hope we see Assey get a start at centre. Love him. More as a half, obviously. If he gets a start at centre, I reckon, that he, I reckon he can hold on to him. Yeah. You reckon? Um, Gutho, once again, seriously, I just never want to hear someone say he should move from fullback. I, don't, I, I hate that chat. Mm. 
I hate it. This idea of like, oh, we need a game breaker. Like, what are you talking about? He is a game breaker, just not in the normal way. He's a game breaker with his repeat efforts, with his defensive plays. Like ball playing, ball is playing unreal. is amazing. And also, you know what's game breaking? Getting an eight out of ten every single week, every single week, whether it's a trial or the biggest game of his career, you're getting a minimum eight out of ten out of him. Don't think the chat's going to go away. Oh, please, please. Uh, what are we making of the hookers? Still uh, not convinced neither. Uh, Lusick had a couple of errors in him uh, that I, you know. Obviously, as a hooker, you just can't really afford to do that in the modern game. Uh, Han, you were sorry. Sorry, can we keep going? I'm still not convinced. Neither. If you were going to play one of them for 80 minutes in two weeks' time, surely that guy plays 80 minutes this week, doesn't he? Maybe he's just he's still unsure himself, and that it's yeah. a you know a, a challenge to each other of who's going to get that role. The hooking is a bit of a concern for me with the, with the, uh, the Eels heading into this year. When I look at the top-tier teams that they should be competing against and the fact that they're heading into this year still unsure as to who their nine's going to be, yeah. a little bit of a concern. Didn't play concern. finals last year. They've had four months to decide who it's going to be. I, I would have hoped they would have known by this week. But maybe that's more because the players just really haven't jumped out. Yeah. Or maybe he does know and he just thought, oh, I'm going with Hands or I'm going with Lassie. I just want to get some time into both of them. Yeah, fair. Yeah. problem is I, I think... Both of them a bit quiet, a bit quiet. And look, it's hard as a hooker. Like, does Mitch Moses have such a good game if the hooker isn't giving him good service? Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's yeah. the case. And, and as you were saying, I, I think whoever gets that role, they're never going to stand out. They're probably not going to run it too much. Their job will be get good quality ball to Moses, to Dill Brown, to Gutho. They'll make their tackles and do a job and probably play 80 minutes. They're, I don't think they're ever going to stand out. And that's fine. That's the role they play. I don't think he wants them to stand out. No, yeah. no. Yeah. All, either. See, I, I just think, though, if you want to win a comp, you've got to have a little bit there. A little bit there. When you compare it to, like, for example, you look at a guy like Mitch Kenny, who is like the pin-up boy of just good service. He does stand out, though. We see him in defence all the time standing out. At the moment, I'm yet to see that uh, at the Eels mm. where I'm going. There's moments where I see impact, whether it's a tackle defence um, you know, even Billy Walters to a degree, you know, was he a world beater when he arrived at the Broncos? But he has matches where he genuinely stands out, like, yep. and goes really well. And that's my little bit of concern is like, yeah, I, I agree with you boys that just good service and get through your work. I think that's good for top eight. Challenge for a premiership though, J- needed just a little bit more. Now, both of them, relatively newish hookers, it could take time to build into that. They definitely didn't play bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that if, you, if they're in a premiership window right now, they're going to need to just take a little bit more of a step up, in my opinion. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Um, Tulangi, another good game, in my opinion. Might really have solved uh, their forward step. It was great. Yeah. Two weeks in a row in the trials, he was a standout. Yeah. What uh, do we read into there? Do we, do we think Sean Lane plays 80 still? Do we... I don't think he does, no. I think you're going to have to get Tylung on the field at some stage. So whether Cartwright or Lane. He's big boy. Like, you could bring him in through the middle, couldn't you? Kelmer? Yeah. I mean, he's better on the edge, don't be wrong, but... Yeah. Just looking at their bench. Maddo. I oh, like Lane as an 80-minute edge, man. But I think Tualangi, like... Yeah. It's tough to... You want him to get some He minutes. looks brilliant. Yeah. He's well, I said, oh, I'd... Put him on the bench and just bring him on through the middle. Through the middle? The rotation would be like, what, Ogden, RCG first, what do you reckon, 2030? Mm. And then, what, Paolo, Tualangi, the next? 
Yeah, especially if they do only go with one hooker. Mm. They can pick a pretty big bench. Yeah. Did you just put your hand up, Matty? Did he play through the middle at all yesterday? I don't know. I don't think he did. He did his damage on the edge. Like he looked on the edge. He's definitely big enough to play in the middle. Like he's absolutely big enough. The fact that he played, looked like he played on the edge the whole time, maybe that is suggesting he does come on and spell lane. Isn't it amazing with Brad Arthur that Isaiah Papali'i, Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright, Kelmer, all just journeymen underachiever back rowers. They arrive under him and Mm. they look a million. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about it before, but even Mitch Moses, like he was going down the route of a seven with incredible potential, but not even close to achieving it. Now, what do you reckon? Is he a top three consistent seven in the game right now? Consistency? Yeah, consistency, yeah. yeah, definitely. Like he is genuinely one of the most consistent sevens outside of, you know. DC, Cleary. You know. Hughes, who's sort of Reynolds. up and down. Sorry? Reynolds? Renault? I reckon Moses in the last two months has been more consistent than Hughes. Last two months? The last two years, sorry. Last year. So what games have you been watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big two months. He had a great off season. <laughs> yeah. um, look, he's up there. And look, right now, it really is a, like a genuine race between him and Cody Walker to get that six yeah. jersey for New South Wales. Um, so, yeah, huge year. What I love for the Eels too is, is that, you know, uh, goal for Moses is going to drive him further this year. The fact that he's got a taste of it, he played well, and it's a genuine reality. Whereas if he didn't play as well as he did when he did play for the Blues, I'm sure he'd be sitting there going, well, there's no way I'm taking Cleary's jersey. Whereas now it's like, oh, there's a chance I could play six or Cleary plays six or whatever. Um, that's good for the Eels. Uh, yeah, look, really good for the Eels. Um, better than I thought they'd go. Still uh, a little bit iffy on depth, uh, but better than I thought they'd go. And this team absolutely can be in the eight. Like, absolutely. Mm. There's no denying, no doubting that this team is good enough to be in the eight. Uh, On to the Titans. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was actually really disappointed with the Titans. Not, Not the result, you know, not that they can score points. I just thought I'd see more from their forward pack. Like I was heading into this this game going, I can't wait to see their forward pack really take it to the eels. Um, and I just thought there was they lacked a lot of energy uh, in the in the the middle that I thought was going to be there. Um, just trying to look now. So you've got Fodawake of seventy one meters, Palacia seventeen meters. I wonder whether he didn't play that many minutes. Two runs, wasn't it? He mustn't have played many minutes. Yeah. He must have been taken off. Um, you know, Tino, as usual, 147 metres. Interesting, he's looking to play Tino 13 rather than front row. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just was a little bit disappointed with the forward pack, to be honest. Just the energy wasn't there. Not necessarily the result or whatever. I just thought they were going to come out all guns blazing. I agree, mate. And look, obviously they're missing Fafita, Foz, uh, Jaden Campbell. But I agree with you. I thought the middles would really dominate through this game. I thought it was a really good matchup against Parramatta to see how they'd go. And yeah, underwhelming. Um, and I just thought defensively, maybe we've built up the whole Desi Hazel thing a little bit too much in our heads, but I just thought there'd be a little bit more resolve in them. Yeah. It's just like, surely, look, it's just a trial, you know, so these things can happen and combinations and Falls wasn't out there and Fafita wasn't out there, but you want to turn a corner at some point. And at the moment, they look like, you know, Titans that we know. Yeah. Jeez, it just emphasises how big an impact Kieran Foran has on this team in both attack and defence. The way he holds up that left edge defensively massive, but 
they just didn't look overly potent in an attack like we had seen them the last 12 to 18 months. As you said, it was a pretty damn strong team they fielded. Man, they missed foreign. Oh, I can't wait to see, obviously, first see uh, back from the ACL injury, Bo Fermor played on that left edge. I think the combination just early on in the year with foreign because he runs one of the best lines in the game, Fermor, with Fafita out, I'm excited for that. But yeah, foreign will change so much for them. I thought he was pretty good on return. Yeah, he looked fine. He looked good. Who's that, sorry? Bo Fermor. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Tino, once again, super impressive. I mean, when does Tino ever start mm-hmm. play a bad game? Seriously. Um, hopefully, Foyle Waker isn't going to rest on his really good year last year. Hopefully, he's going to continue that standard. Uh, what did we think of Brimo at centre? Um, I'm hesitant to be too critical because it is, you know, the first real hit out there. Uh, he'll obviously get better as he goes, but uh, I think he had 10 touches of the football, 12 touches of the football. I want more. Mm. I think Foz will probably maybe bring him into the game, like force that. He's on the yeah, other edge. Though. No, what, I know that, yeah. but what I'm saying is, just like with a game plan, mm. Foz leading it, mm. I think it'll be directed more. Yeah, I hope in, so. Yeah. I'd assume anyway. Um, look, I thought he was quite good, to be honest. I thought he was quite good. Uh, multiple moments where he either did break the line, obviously that try, other moments where he got close to scoring, or I thought he was still potent. I agree with you. I want him to see the ball more. 12, 12 touches of the ball. Yeah, obviously you want more than that. Um, he didn't miss any tackles. Yeah, that's good. So that was good, but I, I just wonder if it's a bit of a feels like a bit of a waste of him in the centre. Can't help feel like he's wasted yeah. so much. Yeah, did well though. All all that considered. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was all right on this. I thought he was good in the centres. Um, I guess it's hard to really judge it though because Jaden Campbell's not there. So it's like where at the moment Keen, um, Keno Kinney is obviously a rookie, but. Like, you can't see the genuine trade-off. So if Campbell's there, you can go, all right, Campbell killed it, so it's worth yeah. moving Brimo there because we get this. Whereas even though, you know, Kinney was solid, um, yeah, he was just solid. You know, he's not – at the moment, he's not at Campbell's level um, in first yeah. grade. I think it should also be noted, like, you know, 26 points to 16, Titans missed all four conversions. You chuck on half of those, it's a bit of a closer game all of a sudden. Yep. But performance-wise – I think that the scoreline, despite the goal kicks, flooded the Titans mm. a little bit. Well, I think it's because if this is if this is the Titans that the normal Titans, we go, yeah, whatever, twenty six sixteen, not too bad. I think it's I have anyway. Me personally, I'm really excited about this Titans. Yeah. That's that's it. The, um, the standard I'm judging these this Titans side by is much higher than the standard I used to judge the Titans by. Like I was a bit reserved with the Sharks and no Nico. I think. Foreign will they'll look one. like a completely different side when Foles mm. comes back in. I think it's just mainly the forward pack that I was really like, just keen to see them go up against the strong forward pack in RCG, Paolo, um, Sean Lane, you know, Cartwright, and um, yeah, I just didn't see energy. I wanted more energy, big hits, line speed, all that stuff. Similar to you know, I think they played the Dragons round one. We said earlier, and the Dragons pack looked great the other night. So hopefully they stand up in that one. Hopefully Desi is also a guy that doesn't really care about trials. And Well, traditionally trying. he is. He does care yeah, about trials? Back he's, no, no, he doesn't. Like, okay. like, like, like back in the day with Manly and Canterbury and stuff, they tended to not go too well in trials. So fingers crossed. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fingers crossed. <laughs> when, the, when the tea hits. <laughs> all righty, boys. We all done all. Oh, yeah. yeah we done. If we don't make it back, me, myself and Guru in one piece, thanks for everything. It's been great. Uh, yeah, Vegas. Yeah. See if you can hold this show together next week, yeah? Without us two. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Yeah, pop the kettle on, Matty. Sounds like you're going to need a bit of tea in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay safe, boys. Enjoy it. Um, don't have too much fun because then we'll be jealous. Yes, we will spend at least 20 minutes putting shit on you next week, so just yeah. expect that. Business um, as usual then? Yeah, business yeah, as yeah. usual. Uh, enjoy, boys. And uh, guys, bloke, could be anything shirts on bloke.shop. Plus, uh, the Dolphins, KO, live show, March 17th, Sunday. Go to the link in the show notes, podcast, YouTube. Click it. Only 60 spots spots available. A full day with us watching Rugby League plus a live show with a guest. All that good stuff as usual. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.